When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, here we go. Happy Monday. Welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. Busy weekend with the... Crawfish Festival that went down at the Abacoa Amphitheater. Really great turnout. Good time. Bobby Milkilla's show was fantastic. Special guests were there aplenty. It's uh, very nice to see uh, Christian Wilkins from the Miami Dolphins was able to stop by and say hello to the crowd. You should feel proud. You put on a good fucking festival, dog. I was so proud. I was so happy. It was so fun talking to so many people that were just having the best day. It felt like everybody was in a great mood. Both years that the Snack Pack has performed, that was the number one comment I would hear. That it just it was a a fun, goofy, lighthearted atmosphere, mm-hmm. and that's what's that's what you want. The yep. vibe was just on point. Yep. It was a really good time. It was nice to uh, get to meet everybody, and thanks for all the emails that people had sent in with the photos we all took together. That crowd was jumping. That one picture that Panda took of the whole snack pack with Christian Wilkins and Tyler Cameron Mm. on stage, and the whole crowd was packed behind us. It was just, you couldn't see any grass at the amphitheater. It was all just people. I was pumped to see all the little kids that came out. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the kids loved the snacks. That was awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Really good time. So thank you to everybody that made it out there. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, some of the emails that we had, Nikki said, uh, is the performance from this weekend anywhere online? Yes. Yeah, so unfortunately, I told you all about the stuff that happened before Klepto uh, from the Snack Pack. His brother passed away and his mom passed away all within the same his mom just actually just passed away a couple hours ago. Uh, she was when, when I when I got the message, I thought she had already passed, but she'd been holding on since Saturday. They were both in hospice it was at the crazy. same time, unrelated illness across the room, basically from what, I, what I've been told. But across the hall, yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. It's yeah. crazy, and uh, so. That Klepto at the last minute was not able to do the show, and that that kind of threw a lot off. And I understand. Mm. I'm not. I mean, I felt so bad for him. But and so Denny's had to s- step in and do all that. But uh, we we put we put a camera up in the front. It's not the best, uh, but we had a lot of other stuff planned. But because of stuff, the audibles that had happened, we just weren't able to get the film the film we wanted. But the whole show will be available on YouTube. Just. Don't send me an email about the shitty angles. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, cool thing that we're going to be doing with our live show coming up this Friday uh, from the Palm Beach Kennel Club is that we've got a new mobile video unit that we're going to be putting to the test. And uh, it's going to have multiple cameras and should hopefully look like what it does right now if you're watching us on KBJ TV. So, Fancy. Yeah. So that uh, will hopefully be the something that looks good. We're trying it out for the first time. With the show this Friday. 
Tara said, we want to call the Value Meal Kill and the Snack Pack for putting on a great show. I took my two daughters and they had a blast. When leaving, my 12-year-old said that this was the best show she's ever seen. And she's seen Ariana Grande and Billy Joel. (laughs) (laughs) You're better than both of them, Bird. That is such an awesome email. Suck it, Billy. (laughs) Suck it, Ariana. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you for the very kind words. It was fun. It was. You can't be just moping at a snack pack show. No. You're going to be dancing. You're going to be hitting the face with a Bud's chicken and seafood sandwich. The, the funny thing is when, when, when we do a snack pack show like that, I would say 90% of the audience was KVJ. 10% were not. And seeing their face going, what the fuck is this? What is <laughs> yeah. going? Mm. The, the one guy picked up a snack. I was, what the fuck? I, I could see his, his mouth go, what the fuck? Because <laughs> you can tell the people that came out oh, yeah. for the Cajun music and Our for the people versus the people that don't know us. <laughs> it's very funny to see those two crowds come together. Yeah, is, is, is that guy making out with this older woman on stage? What the fuck is going on here? Cougars, cougars. Nurse Corey from the Pizzle said during the snack pack show, Jason had different snack pack shirts being thrown out. The guy in front of me happened to grab two of the shirts that got thrown in my direction. I was hoping that there was a way to get shirts. We're out of them now. Okay. But we are, uh, we're, 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 we're going to work back on it because we're, we got an album we're almost done with. So we're going to start getting back out there a little bit more. Okay. So we will have uh, shirts this Friday. They do have some KVJ shirts that are going to be at the live show that uh, they put together, and the radio station handles the KVJ merch now. Uh, we're not in the game. So, so if you don't like it, it, don't yell at us. Yeah, but they put it out. <laughs> I think it's going to be 30 bucks a shirt because they have handling fees and whatnot. So that feels like a good deal for you. There will be shirts out there. And, two, I would like to encourage everybody who's coming to the live podcast that's happening this Friday at the Kennel Club, bring diapers for Denny's. Bring, like, some diapers, just a little baby gift, you know, buy a little small pack of diapers, size one or size two, and let's make Denny's car so he can't see out of any of his windows because there's so much diapers in his car. Sounds safe. Mm-hmm. So he wrecks and dies on the way home. <laughs> can't wait for... And his child geez. can grow up fatherless. That's a fucking country song, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and Denny's is dead. <laughs> Denny's is dead. <laughs> Yeah, but you're right there. No, I'll put him in my car. I got an SUV. We'll load it up. Just everybody do that for Denny's. If you're coming on Friday, bring some diapers. I thought, man, I'm so glad it's I'm I'm glad it's Friday. For some reason, I thought it was Saturday, but no, it's 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 happy hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got an email from Heather. She said, so I got this whole life bracelet from the concert Saturday. I was wondering, what does it mean? Uh, Vagina, butthole, or donut (laughs) hole? I'm confused because uh, between the Snack Pack song and the Cougar song, it could be either. So please educate me. Also, my husband thinks it's a golf bracelet. Just need to know. So when somebody asks me, I can tell them. Thanks, Heather from Stewart, and love seeing Jaybird on stage too. Thank you. I have no idea. That's not my. That's not my it, work. It's Mark who goes for the Guinness Book of World Records. It's cornhole. Okay. Uh, He's into cornhole. Okay. And breaks like cornhole records and stuff. So <laughs> some, some guy, uh, snack packs in a butthole. <laughs> I mean, they are into ass play, but <laughs> snack pack are a bunch of pirates. We just we you know we we, we like stuff. <laughs> mm. 
Katie May from Marietta, Georgia, said, I had bought a ticket to fly in early from Georgia for the live show on Friday, but unfortunately tickets for the show were gone probably before Kevin even finished the sentence about how to get one. I ain't mad, though. Like Bird, I, too, believe when you go out into the world, a lot of times things will go your way. It's a gamble, baby. Uh, But last week, when y'all were reading off listener complaints about it, Virginia said something about coming to the show anyway. I'm not familiar with the Palm Beach Kennel Club, so she's either sending out a not-so-subtle message to get in the bushes, or there's (laughs) more space to hang out and grab a drink that y'all might filter into before or after the live show. We'd love to see y'all, but if this uh, time ain't it, that's okay, too. Just ignore the girl in the Braves cap playing no-name movie game in the bushes. Aww. No, it's a the kennel club is a big place. Kennel club. The kennel club is a big place. So I would just say come and then hopefully we can meet everybody. We're not gonna leave until we get a chance to talk to everybody. The paddock room that we have is a separate closed off area. There is a lot of room that you could go other places. Um, I don't know exactly how it's going to look. I do know that they have saved a little bit of space and they're giving away now some VIP tickets. There's a package that you can get today at 1230. Randy's got some of those. So, you know, there is a little bit of wiggle room. If you listen to 97.9 WRMF throughout the day, they're going to be giving away tickets all this week to get in. If anybody needs to be VIP, it's a girl who's flying in from out of town. That I already bought airplane tickets. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you can snag her email, Virginia, and you can swipe it down on some of those tickets. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I want everybody to get in. Yeah, you never know who, I mean, that maybe someone doesn't show up. You never know. Exactly. That, that, that does, I mean, when does that ever happen where 100% of the people, it never happens? Somebody always has something come up, you know? Poopy cramps or a divorce or, I don't know, jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can't promise anything. We're trying to figure <laughs> well, it all out. of that. That's a rough night. <laughs> <laughs> I shit myself in jail. That is the roughest of nights. <laughs> I don't know if it gets that much worse. Yeah, that's why we want to do the ticketing stuff. So if you have one of those, then you're guaranteed to get in. And if you don't, then who knows what might happen. But at that point, we can't necessarily promise. So I wouldn't want people to come up and be, y'all made me feel like I could get in. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all, because people will come up to you and say, fuck y'all. Yeah, so you know, if you don't have one of those uh, tickets, I'm, I'm not positive. So just keep listening to the radio station this week, and they'll be giving away some of those. And- yeah, win those VIP upfront tickets. Then you're like fancy pants. Oh, yeah. you'll, you'll be able to see Kevin's hair up close. Mm-hmm. My titties. Are you going to wear a super tight onesie again so everybody can see your dick and balls? Because <laughs> no. you did that one year at Copper Blues, and your dick and balls were eye level with and, everybody. And I, I really did quite. I, 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 I packed on a lot of a weight, but also drinks that night. So you know, <laughs> after your fourth drink, you really start stop forgetting how to move in public. <laughs> <laughs> I was man spreading it, and everybody could see it. Whoa. <laughs> hey, dick and balls. I don't know what I'm wearing yet. That's a, that's a great question. I want to get through this last weekend, man. You wore plastic pants on stage in the heat. Oh, I don't know how you didn't pass out I at the did. crawfish fest. I, I got off stage, and I just about passed out. And then I looked over, and three other people were passed out. <laughs> oh, Bigfoot was having to be resuscitated. Yeah, Bigfoot almost died on stage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's a dangerous stuff. Well, he's in that costume. It was hot as hell outside of that costume. It got real hot on Saturday. Yeah, hotness is already here. I've never been in this place at the Kennel Club. Have you, have you, you been to the paddock room before? I saw pictures of the paddock room. I know I've been in there, but I just I can't remember the space. 
I, I I saw the pictures though. It's big. It's a big room. Okay. And there is area for there to be like standing room only. Huh. Okay. That's just my opinion. You you've never been in there though, Kev. And where are the the, the, paddock, the paddock room? room. I've been in the paddock room. He there. has. Mm-hmm. I've been in there. It's it's a good space. Good size space. So I think everybody who's in there will be comfortable. Um, you know, it's just a matter of once we meet that mark, uh, what kind of availability we have. And I do not know that answer. Uh, Dorothy sent in an email, said, I love the show, but I got to call out Tyreek Hill. He was a summer coach at my great nephew's high school in Lee Summit, Missouri. Okay. And he would not take pictures or sign autographs. Uh, if you don't know, Tyreek Hill is a wide receiver with the Miami Dolphins, before that with the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's probably why he was in Lee Summit, Missouri, which is a suburb of Kansas City. She said, my nephew has Down syndrome and was taken with Tyreek after he patted his head and said, good job. When Tyreek left the Chiefs, my nephew was heartbroken, but still told everyone that you must respect the man. So I wanted to do something for my nephew and purchase Tyreek's Miami Dolphins jersey back in October and sent it to Valerie at the training camp. As of today, I've still not received it, and I call every few weeks, and Valerie apologizes and sends Tyreek a a text message. Um, Yeah, and there's a picture of Hunter right there. The only thing I will tell you, I mean, because I got to see Tyreek at the uh, Dolphins training camp, and he is very good about going over to people. In fact, I was really impressed because there were a bunch of people that were kind of yelling at him, and he went over and signed autographs and hung out with people and and, and talked to people way longer than, you know, because the players are out there for a little bit, and they'll meet their friends and family, and then they, you know, go in to watch film and all that kind of stuff. And and Tyreek really did go out of his way. You know, sometimes I I think there's a misunderstanding, you know, just seeing, for instance, even on Friday, you know, we had uh, uh, dinner with uh, Christian Wilkins. Uh, he was up here for the uh, Crawfish Festival and uh, stayed in the area. And so we did dinner stayed on Friday Stayed at the night. beautiful Jupiter Beach Resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, we had a nice dinner with him uh, in a little secluded room. And, you know, just even at the Duffy's where we had uh, done dinner, everybody who worked at Duffy's came up and took a photo. And yeah, when you get to a certain level like that, you know, hey, look, and he's he was so awesome with everybody. Christian is great, and I would defend Tyreek Hill in, in the same way. But, you know, I've I, I seen people like that. We're, we're not to that level. We're at a nice level where you get, you know, a few photos here and there, and they're really good. I, I don't know how tough it would be when it's a nonstop barrage. And I even see how many requests we get for certain things. And, man, we try to do as much as we can, but – you know, and like Taylor Swift gets so much credit for always doing something awesome for her fans. But I I, I wonder how many fans have sent in requests. It's got to be tens of thousands oh, of, of requests yeah. that she gets that she you just can't keep up with the sheer volume <clears throat> of what's going on. And they don't have departments that are big enough for that. that, that I got called out one time. It was, it was pretty awful. I, I, we're at this park doing some kind of event. And this guy says, Jay Bird, you didn't uh, sing happy birthday or say happy birthday to my daughter. And I sent you a And I, I just never got the message. Something happened. And then he was like yelling at me about it. And it, it felt it felt really, really weird and awkward. But I swear I'd never gotten the message. And that, that can just happen. It's mm. overwhelming for guys like Tyreek and for guys like Christian, for guys like Tyler Cameron. Because everywhere they go, they yeah. are constantly bombarded, bombarded. And people say weird stuff. A chick got arrested on Thursday night because she was harassing Tyler Cameron so bad at the bachelor auction 
this woman was insane and she was yeah. hitting him, physically hitting him. Why? She was, she thought she was flirting with him, but she was really drunk. Oh, so wow. the, so eventually, like the people around him realized, oh, we got to get this girl away from Tyler. She's going to hurt him. Oh, jeez! And so the manager came over to remove the girl, uh-huh. and they started fighting with the manager, fist wow. fighting. They had oh, to my body gosh. slam her. No then way! Then the cops show up, and this bitch is fighting with the cops. She got arrested because she was being so awful to Tyler Cameron. This just happens to them everywhere they go. And mm-hmm. I feel bad for them because they can't really just hang out like reg people. No. Everywhere they go, probably 99% of the people are cool. It only takes 1% to be like that chick was on Thursday night to make you a little scared and jaded. Well, you It's know, horrifying. And to give people perspective on the other end of it, too, you would not believe how draining it can be because you, you have to keep a smile. You have to keep – and you have weird comments. People come up and – it's so weird. People just don't have a good gauge that they can be really insulting to you, to your face. And you get a few of those after a while and you're like, gosh, I'm, I'm getting tapped. And so your energy levels deplete super fast if you're in that situation. So I, I see these super famous people and I want to defend them a bit because it, it, it is it's a challenge well, for them. Just even on I mean, on on Saturday, we there was a lot of people there. Yeah, there, there was some dicky. It, it, so many nice people, but there were some dicky people out there. You're right. <laughs> well, people start drinking mm-hmm. and they start saying yeah. weird shit. And you're like, uh, help. They tell you how much they don't like you yeah. backstage at your show. Or like, how fat you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what is going on right yeah. now? Yeah, I got that. <laughs> but, and we, we get it on a very small scale. You just you can't imagine what it's like to be Tyreek or Christian or Tyler Cameron and just be out there in the world and you get it. Constantly, yeah. constantly, constantly, constantly. Kristen yeah. Wilkins, he, he, he's such a great, he's a, genuine, he's a, good yes. person. He, he really is, and he, he loves people, and he's, he's great with people and all the fans. And um, I think to do it right, though, you have to do it in smaller spurts. And, and you just get to a certain level of fame, which Tyree Christian, Tyler, those kind of guys are at, where you just can't accommodate every single request that uh, comes your way. And, and so it, I, I know they feel bad about it, but... You know, I, I got to defend some of those guys sometimes because I think it gets misinterpreted well, that they're jerks and they're not. They're the furthest thing from it. The, the guy that yelled at me, I, f- I felt like a jerk because he's talking about his daughter and it's in front of all these people and he was upset about you it. You wish her a happy birthday. Oh, my gosh. And I, you do. You, you feel bad. But even on our low level, it, it, it can mm-hmm. happen. It, it can happen yeah. easily. And, and I'm at a low level that, you know, anybody, I, I welcome everyone to come up and say hey to me if you see me out. So uh, it's never something where I'm, I'm that – you know, but I, I do see the Christian level of, you know, having to take photos and things like that. And, you know, I could see where maybe one day if you've been in it long enough, you're just like, hey, let me eat with my family or whatever. People come up to me who don't even listen to this show. I just have this attraction to a weird people coming yeah, you up do. to me. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. You've always had that pre-radio. I get it from my dad. I've seen it happen <laughs> to my dad his whole life. My dad will be walking and my dad could be in a desert and all of a sudden there'll be a weird situation with him and a guy. So I was licking this zebra. <laughs> what? <laughs>
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, let me see here. Got an email from uh, Lisa. She said, I was listening to an after the show podcast and I want to call Virginia out for making me pee my pants when she said she just wanted the lady listener to be happy and called her the C word. <laughs> I listen Sorry. every day, start to finish, and uh, the After the Show podcast. Don't listen to the haters. Every show is awesome and brings a smile to my face and apparently dampness to the undercarriage from laughing too hard. I love that. I, I've told that story a couple times about how our podcast turned into the, the C-word podcast. Yes. Well, I thought I thought I was going to stop with Virginia, and then Kevin comes up and starts to read McCunty on the air. And then it was... <laughs> It just snowballed after that. Mm -hmm. There was no stopping the cunt. And you get so Southern and Cajun. When you're really mad and you want to call a woman a cunt, you you go into, cunt. It goes into, (laughs) The key of, It's so Cajun. (laughs) I really love the uh, one topic that uh, we had today on the show. I'm so South Florida that I remember when it uh, is always fascinating to me. Just I I am mesmerized because I I grew up in an area that doesn't change that much. Now, my hometown, I mean, it it looks the way it does today as it did 50 years ago. There's just really not any change. And South Florida is definitely not that. Uh, In just 20 years, it's, it's unreal to see how much South Florida is changing. And so we're kind of going through that, people who have been around long enough, whether you're a native or just a transplant that's been here forever. Doug said, yeah, you guys are talking about uh, I-95 and Twin Lakes. Yeah, I-95 was built in sections, he said. The first section went from Miami to Okeechobee Boulevard. And for almost 10 years, it sat that way. And once you got to Okeechobee Boulevard, that was it. No more I-95. As for Twin Lakes, it is now Dreyfus School of the Arts. It was first Palm Beach High School. It was built in 1903, and it was combined with Roosevelt High School in 1970. Roosevelt was first built in 1927. He said John Kennedy used to drive himself to the airport from the Kennedy compound on Palm Beach, and Air Force One would be parked at Military and Southern. It's on the other end now. He, wait, so the president would drive himself? Yes. When he was president? Yes. Kennedy would drive himself. So wow. when, when did it get, when did we start doing Secret Service and protection? He had it then. I guess he just felt in Palm Beach, um, you know, in a different state. This was maybe a vacation retreat. And at the time it was small enough and he felt safe enough. The world maybe wasn't as crazy. And maybe if he would have known what his demise was going to be, he would have had a different take on it. Would have taken more security precautions. I don't know. Uh, but he said, yeah, he said, you could come up and he would shake people's hands 
and he would make believe that he remembered you from the last time he saw you. And you couldn't have a sign, and they had four Marines guarding the plane, and he was accompanied by three Secret Service agents. Wow, that's cr- that's cool to know. Yeah, they only closed the airport when he took off. He said, "Now, when Bill Clinton and George uh, W. Bush parked there, it was much different, Doug." And I'm sure this. Well, and I'm sure the assassination of Kennedy himself changed a lot of that. that, I would Mm -hmm. like to know when did they really start doing Secret Service? I mean, did Lincoln have people following him, or but but, uh, clearly not because not in a theater. You know what happened with that? No, I think his deal was he had one security guy, and I can't remember what it was with Lincoln's assassination, but he stepped away or something like that. He was pooping. Yeah, no, I think it was legit because they did not feel. The threat wasn't even there. And if you go back to early American history with presidents, I think you could walk up and knock on the White House door at one point. Wow. Oh, Kevin's got such a history boner right now. (laughs) Yeah. So it was a different era. You would see a president walk right out of the White House and just down the street. Dang. And who's the one president? I was, was it? The one that would, that had the big dick and then he'd, he'd shit in front of people and he'd show people his. Like, oh, yeah. that was Johnson, oddly jo- enough. Johnson. Yeah. And what was the rumor that he'd show people? Jumbo. He called it, he had a nickname for it. He called it uh, Big Jumbo or something like that. And uh, I'm not accusing him of exposing himself, but what, did, yeah, did, did he walk around with his dick out or something? Yeah. I think there was, no, I think it was something about he threw it on the desk one time. That's what I, okay, I thought. That's not presidential. <laughs> Again, a different time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. A bold move. <laughs> they, they turn political. It's a power move. Political penis. Yeah. He, uh, at least he uh, nicknamed it. Yeah. Penis nicknamed Jumbo is what he called it. Jumbo. Wow. Yeah, and it says he regularly showed his penis off to the staff and journalists at the White House saying, have you ever seen anything as big as this? Guys, I mean, <laughs> imagine. If Unreal. That- Imagine if, by the way, that should have been weird back then. Yeah. There's no time period where that, hey guys, hey, look at my big old dick. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine if you had just saw the president whip his dick out? There's never been a time period where everyone wouldn't walk out of that room going, guys, that was fucking weird, right? When a journalist asked Johnson to justify the continuation of the Vietnam War, Johnson asked all the women to leave the room. Then he pulled out his penis and yelled, that's why. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. That's when men were men, Virginia. If anybody questions you in a KVJ meeting, you should pull your dick out, Kevin. Oh no way. I well I don't have I don't have I don't have a jumbo. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's only worse if you've got a jumbo. They said on YouTube you can find a recording of President Johnson ordering pants with an enlarged crotch area. Wow. He said, quote, and another thing, the crotch down where your nuts hang, it's always a little too tight. Here's my dick. America. (laughs) He was apparently notorious for crude behavior, which put those around him in huge discomfort. Oh, my gosh. I heard he would poop with the door open, too. When he'd be given interviews with journalists. Says here, Johnson once urinated on a Secret Service agent's leg while the agent was giving him cover. He said, don't worry, son, it's my prerogative. Wow, Johnson sounded like a presidential dick. Wow. I'm not trying to get political there. He loved to conduct his meetings while sitting on a toilet or urinating in a sink. Oh. And, And his staff had to accompany him. 
All right, let's take out politics completely here. What the shit? <laughs> That's just it's too much. It's too much. I don't care what side of the aisle you are on. <laughs> we all can agree. That is fucked. It makes you sound like you're unhinged. And again, people, it was a different time. I don't know really in, in the 1900s when that would have ever been ever cool or acceptable to do. Even if a caveman pulls that act, yes. they're like, why'd you do that, Bob? It's like, dude, you're pissing on my leg because it's your prerogative. Fuck you, caveman. <laughs> During his 1964 presidential election campaign, Johnson invited a couple White House reporters and a couple colleagues on Air Force One over. Nothing was odd except for the fact that Johnson undressed right in front of them and stood completely naked while answering their questions about the economy. What? This is insane that more people don't know. Are we sure this is true? When he moved into the White House, he wanted to have additional shower heads installed to blast water directly at his penis. <laughs> they had to have water pressure equivalent to that of a fire hose. What? Okay, are they making stuff up? Is this, is this real? <laughs> did we just get trick-tocked? And did Elvis die taking a poop? Well, no, let's do one alive. thing at a time. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's so much, so much misinformation out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, this looks like a rather factual site. At least that's how it's based. Wow. Wow, if that's the case, shots with a dick. <laughs> Big dick. At least that's what he had. Man. Kim said, I remember when... Uh, the city place, the square, was all crack houses, and Twin Lakes School turned into the Dreyfus School of the Arts. Yeah, yeah, that was the crazy thing was where the square is now. And they're still kind of dealing with that. You know, that was a really bad part of town. And then they put the square in there, and it's all high end, but they keep pushing the boundaries of that. It's going to be interesting to see what they're doing. Have you seen now they're putting apartment complexes and what typically you'd be like, oh, I don't know, it may not be a good part of town. And so I don't know where that's going to end or where that's going to end up. I'm it is weird when you see like a, a shady area with like nice apartment complex. You're like, what's going on now? Yeah, it's that whole, what, what are we doing here? Where are we going with this? And you keep hearing of other cities with the gentrification where they come in and they push some of the, uh, you know, people out who can't afford to live in some of those places out somewhere else. Uh, through either eminent domain or taxes or something along those lines. And they've got that Nora area that's going to be coming in, kind of in that area. And it's starting it's right there on the fringe, right on the boundaries of what used to be considered kind of the bad part of town. So <sighs> it'll be interesting to see how that works. Wow. Are you going to have people coming in there and causing problems, or are they going to push people out? It just seems like South Florida is going, going, going through a big – Rehaul. A facelift. Yeah, man. Yeah. It just, We're I'm, definitely getting yeah. head-to-toe plastic surgery. Uh, we are. I'm just noticing in towns that I really like that I grew up in, they're changing or they're about to change. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm old school. I, I got that old like, old fool with an old tool. Yeah. <laughs> you like the charm and the nostalgia of places that you grew up enjoying. But, uh, when they knock everything down and put up high-rise apartments, it's just, it's not the same. It loses its heart, and I'm a person that does believe you need some heart out there in life. I get it. You want to grow and expand. And you got to make money. I get all that. But you just hope there'd be a way where it's not always going to be about that. I know. You're being naive, bird. It's always about the green. I get that. It mm. just sucks to see charming places be fucking destroyed for, ooh, another shitty condo that doesn't look that good. And probably in five years, half the people won't be living there anyway.
Mm-hmm. Hopefully what they'll do, and I know they are talking a good bit about this, is making sure that they're keeping affordable housing so that people of all different uh, economics can still enjoy. And, hey, I, I don't think anybody would mind if they fix up their neighborhood and their area. Of course. But, sure, but make it accessible right. for people that don't have the high incomes. Yes. You can't just make it all high income housing. Well, that's what, uh, that's what I'm, I'm seeing and noticing is that the charm is going away. And then the high income places are coming in. So you're just driving away any kind of life of what you had in that place. It's like a nuke, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. So Remy said, where is this affordable housing? Exactly. He's right, though. Well, I know the uh, one uh, apartment complex they put up, and I do see that they're supposed to have, that's part of the um, deal with some of these uh, things that they're putting up, some of these developments, is they have to have a certain amount that are at a certain rate level price point that's lower yeah so i hope they maintain that i hope that uh, I we hope don't so lose too. that well they're realizing that who's going to teach your kids who's going to put out your fires who's going to be your police who's going to do all those kind of things and most importantly for these uh, palm beaches and rich people who's going to serve you all your drinks because they don't serve their own no so who's going to take out your trash wash your dishes all that kind of good stuff marky mark's pickles is through the roof it's fucked yeah <laughs> You know, and people, if, if they got to live 30 minutes away, they're not going to be able to afford to drive to your place to take care of you and then drive back home. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's crazy amount of gas money. Yeah, I, I think they did realize that. They must have told some politician, be like, hey, you know, you might have to make your own cocktails if you push them out. People, oh, what? 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 How dare they? I do Bitter, bitumen. Yeah. Bitumen make my cocktail. Mm-hmm. That's my rich voice. Bitterman quit because he has to live in Vero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quitterman. Quitterman. I love that guy. He was great. (laughs) Uh, Christina said, I remember when Galaxy Skateway was open. Oh, yeah. That place was, they would take us on field trips there. That would be a big field trip back in elementary school. Yeah. Do they still do that shit for kids? Fun field trips? Go into the bowling alley? Go into... The rollers were, well, I don't think they go to the roller rink anymore. Bird, how old are you? <laughs> Where did you and Panda used to go? We would go to that place, the a palace. There was Galaxy Skateway. Mm-hmm. They definitely Planet, do field Planet trips. Ice. Planet Ice. Panda said he worked there for a short time. Oh, yeah. Lene said, I am so South Florida. I remember when they had Wanna Do City. What was it called? Wanna Do City. Why, why does that sound familiar? That's, that was down south. I took Magnolia to that when she was a little peanut. It was a whole, like, city in, like, a old shopping mall that they had put up where the kids could be working at Publix, working at a bank, working at a post office, working at a retail store. Like, it was a whole little village mm-hmm. town. Yeah, it was in uh, Sawgrass Mills. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that was so Where they had cool. that in Sunrise. You guys ever get down there? Sawgrass Mills Mall? Because I remember that had a lot of hype around it yeah. back in the day, but I don't hear much about the Sawgrass Mall. It's too far for me. It's very far. I remember that. Yeah, we get down there from uh, time to time. So, and, and like I said, we're uh, Caitlin's moving to Lauderdale tomorrow, so we're going to be in that area a good bit from here on out. Y'all are y'all like it down you there. You do. You're very familiar with it, too. Yeah. I just don't go enough to have the familiarity. Kevin's all about that 954 life. That yeah, three, that, that, that 305 life. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so we're going to be down there a lot. So KBJ Nation, I'll have to let you know when uh, we're out doing a little bar hopping. 
Oh, that'd be cool though. Have a couple drinks. It's always nice to get a new set of restaurant slash bars. I'm, I need to get some new restaurants in my life. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe one of these days you can hop on the bright line with us. We'll take a little trip and. Hit up Fort Lauderdale and a bright uh, a bright line bird is a fun bird. Have a couple of drinks because they got some tall buildings. On the way up, it's fun. On the yeah. way down, it's like oh, fire right, bird. <laughs> we gotta go north too. Do you know what sailfish sands is? It's like an upscale Top Golf, and they have all the same equipment as Top Golf, and they have like the bays mm. where you golf. But they've got like upscale food. They came and did a cooking demo at the Crawfish Fest yesterday. They made crawfish etouffee, gumbo, jambalaya. They fed these people, and people were raving about their food. Their chef, Chef Williams, is from Jamaica. Such a cool guy. But their food is awesome, and it's like Top Golf, but not as crowded. Okay. And I have, like, more space, more bays. Hmm. I want to go try it. More bays, bay. More oh, bays, bay. Yeah. Well, get in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lene said, I'm so South Florida. I remember when there was a movie theater in the Promenade Plaza. Yeah, that was a, that, that was a crazy thing, you know, and I, I was just thinking about that today. Remember when there was a movie theater on Okeechobee Boulevard just west of I-95? Yes. yes. That little shopping plaza? Oh, yeah. I do. And it went out because they opened up the movie co at City Place, and it couldn't keep up because that was the fancy new place 20 years ago, and now the movie co is done as of this week and there is no place in west palm beach to go see a movie now it's kind of crazy that is weird times have changed the movie industry what is old will be new again yeah you gotta gotta travel yeah when i get a facelift yes it will you get a facelift eventually you are not now oh man that seat in my opinion isn't that where we get in the danger of virgin don't go too much with your face you're right (laughs) <laughs> she will be like Madonna. You ain't gonna listen. You're gonna. Fight. You're just. You're... I'm just gonna do a little pullback, just a little oh, bit. Oh man, that's where you get. Just don't get. Don't get LL lion look. People get lion <laughs> I know. look. I do not want to look like a cat. People to end up get the lion look when you go. You start pinning shit back. You get lion eyes. You get. You end up growing a fucking lion snout. <laughs> I'm morphing into a cougar, a real life cougar. Kev, try to talk around. I, I, I don't I'm facelift. I think it's heavy duty shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's, isn't that the heroin of plastic surgery? It is a big thing. I don't know, Kev. <laughs> He's upset. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I think we always talked about. We've talked about this for a long time. Well, you have to look at me the most in this world, second to my husband. I mean, the face. If it gets too rough, I don't want it to be a bad life for you. I. It could, I'm gonna. It's gonna hurt. I know it hurt your feelings because I would never want to make fun of your lion face. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's something I would want to obviously make fun of because it's so insane. But if you put me in a weird spot, if you get lion face, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying we don't want a lion face, Virginia. No, because I because yeah because I won't be able to really make fun of it because I'll be a dick. But then I really eh, yeah, no, don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the facelift is off the table, Kev. Thank you. Okay, it's already gone. <laughs> he talked me out of it. Just like that. Okay. I don't want it to be weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Well, we've got a very big week ahead of us here. Lots of stuff coming up. Of course, the live show Friday at the Palm Beach Kentonal Club, 1230. Today at 97.9 WRMF, Randy has got some VIP tickets for you for that, and that's going to be happening all week long. You'll be able to uh, listen up. 12.30 is the giveaway mm-hmm. today on the radio. Yep, 12.30 is a giveaway. The, the actual live podcast is a happy hour on Friday. Yes, it is. This Friday we're going to be there. Uh, probably starting at 5.30. She'll start probably about 6 from the paddock room inside the Palm Beach Kennel Club. So uh, listen up for that. And then uh, on Saturdays, that Gwen Stefani show, that's going down yes. the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. I hear you're going to be out there live. Yes, Look I at am. you. Yeah. Will you get your sunglasses back? I don't think so, no. You're opening for her, right? You're doing a couple songs? Yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> that would be so amazing. Why don't you do a Coolio rap and then forget the words like I did? All right, don't beat yourself <laughs> up. Come on, we had a great time up there. I forgot some words up there. There's a lot going on backstage. It, it was a successful event. Yeah. And how, how many drinks did you have before you got up on stage, Virginia? Dozen. Oh, she was, she was yeah. doing what I call stress drinking. You could tell. It's an event. It was Saturday morning. How mama just got her, her hurricane going. I get it. I'm going back to singing What a Man because I know all those words. No, don't let this, <laughs> don't, don't let this get you down. <laughs> <laughs> Stay positive. <laughs> All right, so we'll uh, hopefully see you out somewhere this week. Thank you for all the emails. Send them to us, mail at kbjshow.com. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.